recording? Oh, we're recording. We're really at your mercy here. <laughs> we're both just looking at you with big wide eyes. I know, eyes, I didn't like realize. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we were recording. Okay. All right. Tails wagon. Giga tails wagon. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Hello. Welcome. Hi. Welcome back. Or hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully you're not just starting now. Yes. You're going to be very confused. Yeah. Go back. This is Gig Tales, the podcast. It is. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What do we do here? What do we do here? I don't know. All kinds of things. We complain. We do. (laughs) Uh, Yep. We make fun of others. And ourselves. And ourselves. And laugh. Which is important. And we laugh about it. And we try not to lose our shit whilst recording. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We also mainly (laughs) talk about stories about things that happen at gigs. Gigs. Shows. Of all kinds. Performances. Perform men's and perform women's. Yes. If all you kinds. are, and I've said this before, I'm going to say it again. I want more dance recitals. Yes. If you were in a dance recital or yeah. had like a kid who was in a dance recital, Ooh. bring it. You know, holiday like Ooh. performance <gasps> time is coming up. Christmas so I'm pageants. sure, yes, all those types of things. Was baby I Jesus mean, a ham? And you had real <laughs> uh, barn animals. Yeah. And they all ate yeah. the ham yeah and horrified the audience yes that might may have happened is that a thing that happened? i feel like that's the thing that happened to you terry now that i here's my thing is once i've said it i know that it's happened in the world ha- right because yeah. yeah there's there are no unique thoughts left nope. in the world it's 2019 and right. it's all been done it's done it's done so please write into us because we will tell our own stories but we will also gladly tell yours yeah if you tell us <laughs> we'll tell you we'll tell you <laughs> it's a thing we do um, uh, I yeah. have one update. Okay. Crockpot. Yes. <laughs> is that what we're calling Everything's it? A cr- I don't know why everything became a crockpot. I guess I'm going to call it the cat. This is the cat's crockpot. Okay. So to continue on in our never ending <laughs> quest to understand cats, the musical, oh, not the, the okay, animal. Okay. We Got love it. the animal. Yes. Yes. Um, so I'm going to do this without spoiling anything about the good place. Because you, okay. you're not caught up either. I am not caught up. So I figured out a way to tell this. So everyone, if you watch The Good Place, but you're not caught up, that's okay. I'm mm. going to talk about The Good Place, and I'm not going to spoil anything. Thank I you. I thought long and hard about this. Your efforts are appreciated. Well, thank you Thanks. very much. Yeah. Um, so on The Good Place, the TV show, mm-hmm. there is, they're in their most recent season. And there's also a podcast that goes along with that. Mm-hmm. And one of the characters who's on the show, and I'm not going to say which one, is the host of it. Okay. And he, so, so wait, there's a podcast in real life or in there's a real podcast life. on the show? I'm sure there's a podcast in the bad place and I'm sure it's this podcast. It probably is. In the actual bad You're place. You're right. You're right. Um, so the, one of the characters on the good place in real life, mm-hmm. the, the actor is the host of this podcast and they kind of break down the show and like what happened and talk about some of the alts and stuff and okay. like the jokes that they were going to use that are, it's really funny. But they're taught, they don't, they're not in character on the podcast. No, 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 they're no. Just yeah. They're humans. themselves okay. and just talking about what went into making the show. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting because on a show like that, there's a lot of like set stuff yeah. to break down That's and cool. how did we do this and how did we do that? And what yeah. were the alternate jokes and cool. blah, blah, blah. So one of the, so in the good place, there's a good place and a bad place. Right. And they talk about how, so we're, they show a scene from the bad place this year. And in the bad place, they love torture, obviously. Yes. So the host of the podcast references that while they're in the bad place, <laughs> there was a poster on the wall. They're at like a conference. 
And the poster on the wall says, if anyone gets bored, we will play selections from the musical Cats. And that's a reference to them like loving torture. That's how they torture you. So, and um, I think he says that it was one of like a a prop set thing that might not have even made it into the episode, but they know that it was made and it was hung on the walls and it was a matter of whether or not it got shot or not. And he he thought it was amazing. Yeah. It's unbelievable everyone knows it's and it's everywhere because it's like the movie's coming out and now it's touring and we keep seeing ads for the movie and the the touring show that's coming through boston it's like it's everywhere it's on the radio it's on tv it's having a surge in popularity because of yeah there's a yeah a revival of it It is, but it's it's like there's just as much like uh why cats what the hell with cats like thing i feel like the people are really starting to come out on our side of yeah. why why is this I think why we does started this exist? that did yeah. we start that of course we yeah. did we started every trend <laughs> listen if anyone has a connection to andrew lloyd weber I please mean, please because nate hasn't come through no. so you know fuck you him remember, if you remember nate uh, who? He had he had the <laughs> Nate who <laughs> he had the connection, uh, but you know it's yeah he hasn't come gotten, through yet. Yeah, so he, we could have had a we have questions and demands. We want answers. Mm-hmm. We demand answers. Yes. I, oh man. Well, yeah. I'm sure you'll have another update crockpot once we go see okay. the movie. It's coming. It's coming soon. <sighs> I know so what I'm doing. We're almost there. <laughs> Christmas vacation. Oh my goodness. You had an update crockpot for us. I do. So I talked about um, selling my keyboard oh, heck and yeah. I wanted to, <laughs> I'm going, I'm going to upgrade to uh, a newer, different model of my Nord keyboard. Cause I'm still very much a Nord girl. And, you know, I was, I had been talking about all the amazing responses you get when you post something online for sale and you just get people offering you, like, I I talked about the one guy who was like, you know, just ridiculous. But I, you know, since then I had had many just, you know, crazy lowball offers and I'm just like, no, 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 you know. With no corresponding dialogue. No, no, no. Just like people just send like a number and you're like, yeah, no. It's like like less than half. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, I don't know. No. Um, so I finally, I had a guy, um, message me and he's like, is it still available? And he offered me a price that was like a, a little bit lower than what I posted for, which is fine. Cause I had, you know, like a little bit of a buffer that I was willing to go and mm-hmm. um, it was reasonable. And I was like, yeah, you know, it's available and are you, you know, you're interested mm-hmm. and I could do that. Um, he's like, yeah, you know, I'm waiting on a paycheck. So just like, give me till the end of the week or something like that. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, fine. We were traveling. I was traveling. Then we were away for the weekend. So I reached out to him the next week. Was like, "Hey, just checking in. Like, it's still available. Are you still interested?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm interested. Um, I can meet. Like, I can you know meet up this week or whatever." And I was like, "Okay." We we decided on Friday. We talked about we'll confirm on Thursday. And he lives near where my husband and I work in the town that we work. So I was like, all right, we'll check in on Thursday. And if we're going to meet up with him, then I'll like put it in the car and bring it to work. And then we can meet with him after work. So then he got like, then he started, it was weird. He was Mm. like, yeah, we can meet on Friday in you know, the, name of the town where we <laughs> where we work and he lives I don't, I don't know what ranking fourth largest smallest <laughs> yeah, town I don't know yeah because your your partner works there now too oh, so right. um yeah I don't know but he's like 
you seem normal. Like, and I'm not crazy either, but isn't that what a crazy person would say? Oh I'm man. Like, okay. So like, either he's super cool yep. or he's legit crazy. Exactly. That's was the like, game you have to play then. I listen to like way too many like true crime podcasts and watch way too much like investigation discovery. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. So. Oh, I think. Everyone is trying to kill me. Oh, Everyone. Yeah. Constantly. <laughs> Everyone. I don't, if someone knocks on the door, yeah. I don't answer it. Yeah. I just look at my, I pull my camera up on my phone and I'm like, who the fuck is yeah. that? Who is that? I've never answered the no. door. No, nope, never. No. So I'm like immediately like, okay, well, so now I, I, you know, it's on through Facebook marketplace. So I start like looking at his Facebook profile and he looks like a normal, like older guy mm-hmm. and he has like stuff posted and people responding. So he's not like a fake profile or something. Yeah, I mean, it, it right. could, still could always be, but it like That's looked true. legit. It was like, yep. okay. So I, sh- I showed it to my husband. And I like read it to him. He's like, okay, I, either he's like, he's crazy or he's just like, Normal. like a, like a nerd. Like yeah. he, it was like a total like dad joke, you yeah. know? It's like, okay, like, we'll we'll go with that. Mm-hmm. So then I mean, I'm like, okay, my husband will be meeting you my after husband. like, <laughs> whatever. By law. <laughs> Cause you throw it out there. Like, yes, this, younger female is yep. not going to be meeting you alone this is your, while you just said you were crazy this is not related in any way quick aside to to gigs but when i was once looking for an apartment mm-hmm. and i responded to a thing on craigslist i guess yeah. i don't know if people still do that but mm-hmm. it was two girls looking for a roommate and i was like hey you know can i come check it out they're like sure it's still available and they gave me the address i looked up the address on the city sale website to make sure it wasn't an abandoned property. Yeah. I looked it up on Google maps. I looked, I pulled her email address. Yeah. I looked it up. I looked her up on Facebook and everything. Oh, yeah. I like Googled her. I, it was like, okay, yeah. I found out she was a teacher in this town. I went. <laughs> oh yeah. Very overboard. You have to. You have to be diligent. Yeah. 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 Yep. Like, yeah, I, I you get, I got that gut feeling. I was like, mm-hmm. I could be walking into. Oh, some you kind just of, never know. Yeah. You yeah. don't. You don't. You have to be careful. Yeah. So he, he seemed okay after that, but then, then I checked in with him on Thursday. He didn't respond. So we didn't bring the keyboard. And then halfway through the day, Friday, he messages like, yeah, I'm still good to meet today. And I was like, well, I don't have the keyboard with me. So didn't hear from you. You're too, yeah. You need to communicate. Yeah. Right. And then he's like, oh, I was sorry. I was busy. Like I can meet like somewhere else, whatever. So we, we made arrangements to meet like near where I live. Um, that like evening. So we met him and what he made like some other crazy like Ooh. joke that like wasn't, Oh, he was like, Oh yeah, I'm good to meet there. I will be bringing a bag of cash. So like something weird. And I'm like, okay. I was like, well you can do like Venmo or PayPal. Yeah. Like, I don't, he's like, Oh great. Saves me a trip to the bank. I'm like, okay, this is definitely just like a dad, like, yeah. like a dad. He's guy. 53 like, years old. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. um, yes. So we met him and we went together and we met him and he was, he was wonderful. He was a really okay. nice guy and he's a singer in a band and he wants to start playing some keyboard stuff to add to their set. And they do a lot of like benefits and fundraiser Aww. shows and they, you know, have a good time. And Can he be my dad? I know he was great. So yeah. And he, we sold it. He messaged me that night and said, I Aww. love it. Sounds great. Thanks Aww. again. Like he's, yeah, he was great. Good. So, and I, you're still alive. I'm alive. We're both alive. We made it. Very and important. The keyboard is sold. And now I cannot wait to order my new one. Ooh. And then I'm, I'm sure I'll have a review. Mm. Yeah. Oh, so you haven't yeah. even bought a new one yet. You were waiting. No, I was waiting. I was trying to be like good. Responsible ish. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. I have like a couple other keyboards and I couldn't really justify mm. like 
having another one before I got rid of. How many keyboards do you have, Ashley? <sighs> one in Nash, one one in the Nashville condo. Go out to your garage in have... like a Gone Girl fashion. <laughs> you slowly open it, and it's just filled with keyboards. <laughs> we have one in Nashville because it stays there, right? Mm-hmm. So we can like write and stuff while we're there. And you then... should bring it on the plane with you <laughs> and fly it on the plane. I have uh, two in this house, and then a real piano here. So. <laughs> Okay, everyone can't see what just happened, (laughs) but we're sitting in a room, and as Ashley said, I have one here, because we're at Ashley's house all the time, I thought, she has a real piano here, and I tried thinking about where it was, and then I just moved my eyeballs a centimeter (laughs) to the right. You never noticed that? It's right. I just never thought about it. I'm like, she has a piano here? Yeah. Oh, yeah, there it is. So two, right? Because then I have one that's like disemboweled and made into a coffee bar. (laughs) (laughs) The two things we love, music. And coffee. <laughs> yes. Exactly. And here they are, our guests today, everyone. <laughs> piano and disemboweled piano. That's a nice one. I like that. Yeah, it's a it's a good one. So I yeah. was at the city hall in the town in which I work, which I believe is the the city in which I work. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's the third largest. I you don't think? know. I don't know. Yeah, let's not let's not just Let's not just make... It's not just whip numbers <laughs> yeah, around. Because the rest of this podcast is very factual, Fa- well-researched. It's strictly researched. facts. Yes. Yes. They're, everything is checked, double-checked, cited, sourced. So I feel like we're really... I'm ruining our credibility by assuming how cities rank in this state, in yeah. this commonwealth, yeah. by making statements <laughs> like that. So That's what ruined our credibility. Yeah, I'm discrediting us. Oh. But I walked into the lobby, and I was uh, of the city hall, and they like renovated the old city hall. And they have a, what is it, Dolly and Sons piano? And it's like oh. a, it's, it was a New York piano company that went mm. out of business in the 30s, I think, after the crash. Mm-hmm. And I opened it and I was like, oh, can I touch this? And the security guard who was sitting there, who was just, you know, an old dude yeah. who just reads the paper there five days a week, pretty much, yeah. was like, someone came here once and played and I couldn't, I couldn't bring myself really? to, no, I didn't uh, feel right yeah. doing it. Because one, I'm terrible. No. Two, like, you know, one fucking thing goes wrong on I that know, I and know. I was sitting there. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. You don't want that on your conscience. Nope. Yeah. We, that reminds, reminds me of um, my last gig. The that, one in Arizona? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So Wait, was it Arizona? It was Arizona. It was Arizona. Yes, okay. it was Arizona. I had another Arizona bun. <laughs> I was going to say, it's not the same Arizona It was not. Trip. Not the same trip. We went back. I went back to Arizona. So, um, yeah, we... We were asked to do this thing. It was kind of last minute. Um, so my whole regular band wasn't able to make it. Ari had a, a gig here. Um, so, so did your irregular band? Yes, come? my irregular band. So we we, <laughs> we had myself, uh, Tom, my husband slash drummer, and Ken, who is Ari's husband. In that order. Yes. <coughs> husband, husband slash drummer. He was actually my drummer first. Oh. Yeah. And then he drummed his way into your heart. He did. Just, yeah, he's, yeah. <laughs> he's trying not to, yeah, pay attention to us right now. Um, Isn't he, everyone. I mean, he's wearing a shirt right now with a cat playing drums on it. Like, it, yeah, it's pretty amazing. Was he wearing that when you met him? No. He wears that for cat pack gigs. We all have cat shirts that we wear for cat pack gigs because we're really cool oh. people. Well, I was just thinking if he was wearing that when you met him, I can yeah. see oh, yeah. what, what transpired. Yeah, I probably would have just, yeah, mm. eloped right there. And then, <laughs> um, 
so yeah so tom myself ken who's ari's husband slash uh plays guitar with me in that order slash yes um and then he um yeah so ken and then uh matt jackson came so matt and i do like a uh, duo kind of project thing and like sometimes ken plays with matt so we're we're just i think i've mentioned like a pretty big just incestual group of musician friends that play together it's amazing mm-hmm. actually yeah <laughs> um so matt it was like matt and i kind of uh you know split our songs up and we played a bunch of songs oh, from my okay. stuff his stuff and ken did some songs and you know, we all just kind of made it work. And it they paid our, for you all to go out there. Yeah, yeah. 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 They paid for us all to go out. They paid for all the travel. They paid, they paid us to play. Um, and so we had to rent equipment, right? So mm-hmm. Ken and Matt brought guitars, um, with them. Can you fly and with a guitar? You can. Um, yes, it's kind of a pain. Mm. Um, do you have to check it? Usually. Yeah. Yeah. Different airlines are different. Um, that's stressful usually you'll just like i don't unless you have like really rugged like cases made for really checking you'll gate check it okay so like ken brought his to the gate with him and basically as you're trying to get on they're like hey you're gonna need to gate check that because it's too big but some airlines are better than others some of them have like you know these secret storage closets that they say that they don't have but they kind of like the flight attendants will sometimes be able to find a spot in this closet that other times they say doesn't exist. I don't know. So it just depends if you're like really nice. And well, I also think it depends on who you're flying with. Uh, I don't want to get into too much difficult territory here, but I, I do know of people who have needed that storage closet. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah. Very specific, Mm -hmm. you know, personal use items. Oh yeah, of course. So I can see why maybe sometimes they're like, yeah, we have one available, but other times they might be like, no, this is in use. You know, we have three, you know, uh, passengers with a wheelchair. Of course, of course. Mm -hmm. No, but they'll just say like, we don't have closets. Like that's a myth. (gasps) You you fucking liars. Okay. We know you have them. It's a, but it would be totally fine to just say, I want an airline attendant on this show right now. (laughs) Flight attendants, can we? Yeah. Um, so anyhow, yeah, like, so Ken, like, gate-checked his, and we had a big, like, saying goodbye ceremony to it, as you want to make sure your your strings are, like, detuned and, you know. Oh, yeah, that right. Because oh, of the that... compression and the, yeah. But his his guitar made it there and back just okay. fine. And, I have, yeah. I got to tell you, I did not feel comfortable during that story. Yeah. That, it, mm. He was probably, it's like a five-hour flight. It was probably pretty uncomfortable the whole time. We're like, you know what? It's not okay. even the flight part. It's the like loading and unloading. Yeah. I can just picture it like yeah. getting banged oh, yeah. up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. But she made it okay. Um, yeah. So they brought guitars, but we had to rent like a, a keyboard. It's just too big to bring. And um, yeah. yeah. So we rented Not a if you put a fake mustache <laughs> on it and buy it a seat <laughs> and order drinks for it. Yeah. I probably could have paid for a seat for it. But, I'll have a lemonade know. and he'll have a Tom Collins. <laughs> Tom Collins. Oh I think a keyboard would drink a Tom Collins. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Collins. Tom Collins. I just think of rent. It's uh, yeah. Anyhow, uh so we rented drums, we rented a drum kit, we rented a keyboard, and then the whole PA systems. So we were like wow. trying to get quotes and the the event was um the event planner was trying to get quotes like from the the venue it was mm-hmm. at like a hotel resort mm-hmm. um from their in-house av company which is like always a ripoff um so tom reached out through like a network of audio production uh live sound 
people that he has um, and asked if there was anyone located in Arizona near where we're going to play that had a company that could rent out gear, whatever. So he found a a guy, a company um, that could rent, rent us the stuff and run the stuff. So Mm -hmm. that was awesome for like a a way fairer price than the house company. So we had that, but we're like, we have no, I mean, just like you Google like an address to make sure a play, a, house for rent address the city sale records yeah Yeah. i was googling like this guy i was googling the company like it seemed legit like his quote was really like well laid out and everything was like good gear and it sounded like tom talked to him on the phone he was asking like the right questions it sounded like he knew what he was talking about you know so we're like, okay, well, what's the worst that can happen is like we get there and there's no gear and we just have like yep. Matt plays acoustic guitar and we all sing. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Sure. Like, we run the guitar center somewhere and get some stuff. Like, I don't know. It's smart to mentally prepare yourself for the worst case scenario. The worst case. What is the worst thing that could happen? It's, it's like this. Okay. The, yeah. We grab a speaker from the hotel and they have, we play music through a, through Spotify. Like, I don't know. Right. So yeah. you just kind of got to go with it. So mm-hmm. we, we got there and, um, yeah, it was a, a good, they almost lost Matt's guitar at security. So he has, he plays a, like a mini, a mini Martin acoustic like and this. he, where Tom and I go through first and where we text the guys, it was an early flight. So we're at the airport pretty early. We're like, Hey guys, we're here. We're like through the airport We're we're, we're going to grab food, you know, come find us when you get here. So Matt texts a few minutes later, like, yeah, I'm at security. They've just lost my guitar temporarily. So <laughs> every right muscle there. in my body clenched up when you said <laughs> that, even though I already knew it happened and you told me like that, that is so stressful for me. I'm like, what, how does that even happen? Oh, so rides here. It, <laughs> it turns out, I get he had it, you know, uh, putting it on the belt or whatever. And the, the TSA was like, it, well, we don't put like, we won't put like guitars through the belt, through the scanner. We take them over here and like inspect. And he's okay. like, okay, cool. So like someone takes his guitar and walks, he sees them just kind of like go off to the left. And he's like, okay. So he goes through, puts his bag through, goes through the scanner, like comes out the other side. He has his bag and he's just kind of standing there waiting. And the guy's like, are you waiting for something? He's like, yeah, my guitar. He's like, oh uh, yeah, let me check on that. So he, the guy walks away. He comes back. He's like, yeah, um, I don't know. Uh, oh, I didn't God. see it or whatever. Oh God. Matt's like, okay. He's like, just, you know, wait here. He's like, uh-huh. He's he just, just like, had, he just saw it. <laughs> it's like, I can't, like how far could they have gone? They were giving it? it the full Johnny cash, it's like, you know, like in walk the line and he puts <laughs> like all his drugs out of it. They're like, inside. do you want me to cut into it? Or whatever they say. <laughs> He's like, fuck. It's like, uh, it was crazy. It was like bring, too long. Did you ever bring beer into your dorm in a guitar case? <laughs> no. no. That was the... Damn it. Yeah. Wow, that's such a good musician. Music majors, yeah. yeah. Music We'd always have trick. someone with a guitar case bring, load it with beer wow. and bring it into the dorm. That's so good. I don't mm. know. I'm sure that... Yeah, I can see that happening. Wow. How did I miss that one? I don't know. Music major You're hack. probably doing something uh, fucking productive oh, with maybe. your time, maybe? Like playing Mario Kart yeah. a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, you guys were drinking. I was making use of my time by playing Mario Kart. I was playing Mario Kart and singing to the Mario Kart To song. the Mario Kart theme song. <laughs> so did oh, he, God. so he got it? So finally someone came, but it was like too long. He was waiting there. Like, where did it, what the where, What were they doing with it? I don't know. They were they all like, like look at me, like, I'm John Cash. <laughs> 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 it's bizarre, but he got it. So we all, we all made it. Ken, Ken was a little late. We were a little worried about him, but he made it just in time. Like he got there, we walked up and they were starting to board. 
Um, Did you travel day of? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That is that also was, stressful that for was me. Another I don't crazy like that. thing because I, I was like away that. until the night before. Mm-hmm. So I got home mm-hmm. from like a three day trip the night before, unpacked, repacked, mm-hmm. and then we went to the airport like morning of. So uh, this whole yeah. story for me <laughs> is a giant <laughs> nightmare. Welcome to my life. This I is, don't yeah, enjoy this. This is a schedule that Mm-mm. I have. Um, yeah, so there was that element, but flight was fine. It was on time. We got in. We, you know, got some food. We got there, and there was a production company setting up gear, Aww. and we're like, "Yes, this is amazing." It all went the best way. I mean, that was good, but then we realized that the guy that uh, we were given to run sound had no idea how to run sound. So, <laughs> Tom. <laughs> so uh, no, like. Thankfully, Tom was there. Oh, he's not listening to us. I don't know. I just what he's realized to. he's sitting here and he has headphones on, but he's pretending he doesn't hear us. He's... I thought he was listening to us through the headphones. Oh, he yeah. is. Oh, oh he is. so this is a choice. Okay. Got it. <laughs> this is again. Welcome to my life. This is what it's like being married to. Um, well, I could. I'm not going to talk about. <laughs> Hi, sweetie. I love you. Hi. But all the time I'm like, you'd help us ahead. Anyway, <laughs> this is not marriage no, cast. No, it's not. Um, so yeah, he the the guy was very nice, but he it was it became very quickly apparent that he had no idea how to run this mixer. And it's like a whole digital thing. And so I just, who was like, he hired through? Tom found the company okay. through like a, an online network of different Got it. Um, live sound okay. engineers. So he so, didn't work for the hotel. No, okay. no. He, but the guy, because it was so last minute, the actual like owner of the business or whatever, he wasn't, he wasn't available. He wasn't the one who was there. He sent like one of his guys yeah. with the gear yeah. to do whatever. Mm-hmm. And the guy had like never run this kind of mixer. So mm-hmm. I kind of get it. Cause it was like last yeah. minute, but yeah. if Tom wasn't there, we would have been fucked. Like, he yeah he Aww. was able to like figure it. and the guy was nice and you know yeah. like maybe he, he was, was like he was new or yeah i think he just or... wasn't familiar with that kind sure. of mixer or whatever yeah. so but it was good that tom was there he and the guy was like appreciative of his help Aww. so yeah we everyone got... makes mistakes you yeah know, and we like to make fun <laughs> and tease but it's true everyone yeah. makes mistakes oh yeah oh yeah we all deserve a little totally break yeah 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 yeah. understanding no it was it was it was fine it was all good because the guy was like open to like letting tom help and like letting us help and do stuff but no it went the actual gig went really well we had like one crazy request that we had never even heard of the band and i can't even remember it i'm gonna have to ask matt this woman who just really really wanted to hear this band and did the whole like came up and asked and we're like i'm sorry like we don't know we know she's like what she was like personally offended like that we didn't know she wasn't like actually mad at us she was like shocked she's like how can you not know this? yeah it was like i'm like i've never even heard of they're the biggest band that my son has out of my garage (laughs) everyone knows this song i wish i could remember i'll have to ask matt and i'll post it on our pages but did you look it up later so that oh because she came back at the break (gasps) then she comes up at the break and she's like asking again and then matt's being like really good like he's looking it up on his phone and he's listening to it and he's like yeah no i've never heard of this and he like holds it up to me and i'm like i've never even kind of heard that song was like, it kanye west <laughs> i wish i had never heard of kanye west but kind of um 
no it was it was it was weird i don't know but she was like yeah adamant yeah. that she no you know them no you know like the more she asked the suddenly we would remember oh and not I, only know who she was talking about but then know how to play the then song know how to play it you know exactly. what it was this was a um yesterday the movie scenario where <laughs> this is actually the most famous band of all time but everyone it except for be. her had their memories wiped that's be. clearly what's taking place oh my god it's the only explanation it, yeah, literally it may have been i don't know she was she was fine she was lovely and um no it went it went well um there it was a lovely event outside it was so nice mm. to just be like outside and have it be nice and warm and because you know we are so out of that season here but it was nice it was very well run and then um yeah we walked <laughs> we were walking back to the the car and uh it was kind of dark where we were walking. Ken almost walked into a cactus <laughs> carrying his guitar. Like sideshow <laughs> so Bob. Like, uh, even before the gig, we got to our hotel and we're walking in and we're like walking down the little sidewalk and both Ken and Matt stick their hands out to touch a cactus. Like, and then re- realize that it's a cactus. What did they think it was? Like, Candy? They're like, oh, that oh, would have been terrible. Tree. Like the two people that really need their fingers for this gig right before the gig. <laughs> like, Here's a list of band members that need their fingers in order, <laughs> ranking highest to lowest. Yeah, for real. And they would be the top two. Hey, they could be the next Hendrix. He could like play the guitar with his feet or some shit. What did Jimmy Hendrix do? Oh my do? God. Uh, so when finally when Ken almost tripped over the cactus and we're like, dude, <laughs> And we're all just we're like kicked it. Like, <laughs> yes, we do. I love that it's uh, in life now. So good. Uh, I don't experience it because I don't do gigs. Right, right. No, it's very much a part of our our gig uh, speak. I think we sing it at least a few times a gig yes. now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was interesting. And then after, so what reminded me of Arizona in the first place was you were talking about that piano. Yeah. But Tom and I stayed, and the next day we kind of um, explored scottsdale nice. and we went to did some cool stuff but they have a mu- it's called the musical instrument museum the mim mm. it is i saw you huge. post that oh my god we walked around for like two and a half hours and is still the human voice see. there <laughs> it is it is actually i there. wish you could all see the faces right. i made they're good <laughs> it was it's really cool if you're if uh, anyone if you're ever in that area i highly recommend it it's it's really cool they have like a room upstairs they have a room for every continent and then they have a display for wow. like almost you know uh, every country like in the continent with some of their traditional instruments and on display and then you can hear like you know you have uh-huh. headsets and you can hear as you walk up to the displays you can hear and watch little video clips of these things being played in kind of more traditional settings and historical footage and things oh, as well as awesome. like today and yeah. stuff now so it was pretty cool. And then they have downstairs, they have different exhibits that rotate and they also have a room with like famous people's stuff, you know, like yeah, Johnny yeah, Cash's yeah. guitars, drug and, guitar, yeah, the cocaine guitar and Paul like, McCartney's drug guitar. Yeah. Yeah. They had like Maroon <laughs> five stuff. Tom like, Petty's drug guitar. Yes. I just have yeah. to assume that Tom Petty smuggled drugs at some probably, point. Back probably. Back when like taking weed on an airplane was considering oh, yeah. drug like smuggling. A big thing. Yeah, probably. Yeah. They had like Stevie Ray Vaughan's like jacket and some stuff and oh, like cool. they found like stuff in the pocket of his jacket. Was it so drugs? Was, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. It was like a business card and a pen or something boring. boring. But yeah, I'm sure they just like did the drugs and then left <laughs> the other stuff for the museum, you know, hey. museum workers. 
but yeah, it's, it was really, really cool. So they had like some really nice, nice. Uh, pianos that you could actually play. Mm-hmm. Or you could play them. Yeah. Yes. Right. And they were there for that. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. It was very, very cool. Good. It was a good, Sounds like a good trip. Yeah. Even though there were some tales with the it, gig, it doesn't it was sound like, like a disaster. It wasn't. It, it could have been a disastrous gig tale. Like there was so, we were on the verge of like around any corner it could have been a gig tale sure. the travel the rentals the any sound of it. Guy, like and it was always it. like riding right on yeah. the edge yeah like a sandra bullock movie yeah like but it never blue quite balls. went over 55 miles an hour <laughs> so it never enacted the the gig tale bomb this is speed You're, yes. yeah okay but it's about gig tales. you went to speed i went to blue balls that was interesting <laughs> i don't know okay it's all good i'm on speed most of the time <laughs> I'm awesome. so glad that went well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Do you have a tale for us? I do. Week, Terry? I went resident historian again. Nice. On I everyone. Like this side of and you. I just want to let you know that I'm in a feminist rage this week. Oh, Not a rage. More than normal? Yeah. I had two incidents that I will tell you off air. Okay. <laughs> Not on air. <laughs> okay. That I had to, and Sean had a couple too mm. from, I'm sure yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. Um, so I was all worked up. So I was uh, reading about some stories and I decided that I wanted to tell the tale of Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake at the 2004 oh. Super Bowl. Okay. So interesting start to this story. Mm-hmm. Um, Janet Jackson was actually supposed to play, perform at the 2002 Super Bowl. But when a bunch of the Super Bowl shareholders and owners, not Super Bowl, NFL shareholders and owners, <laughs> you know, the owners of the Super Bowl, the owners of the Super Bowl, there's the I NFL with you. and then on. there's a Super Bowl, yeah. the NFL, um, shareholders and like owners and all these like higher ups apparently went to a U2 concert after nine 11 oh. and they said, Oh, we should have, instead of an American legend play, uh, we should have a bunch of Irish white dudes. You're you're trying to incite my Bono rage right Do this now, or are you one thousand <laughs> percent? When I saw this, I was like, "Well, I'm including this because it makes me mad." Because they were like, "No, Janet Jackson, you know, no. a very representative American Ugh. icon, shouldn't do it." And also, they decided Bono was the correct of replacement. Course. Of course. Um, so she was supposed to perform a few years earlier, but didn't because a bunch of dudes were like, "Nah, this is better." <laughs> <laughs> yeah as is america mm-hmm. so um mm-hmm. y- so years earlier janet jackson was on her velvet rope tour which i think was one of her biggest like yeah probably most popular tours she was really at the peak of her popularity like past her early career yeah very famous um she so she J- janet jackson herself had selected in sync who at the time were unknown they hadn't blown up yet to be okay. her opener mm-hmm. and she really supported them yeah. They they opened on her whole tour. Cool. She sang with them. She oh. danced on some numbers with them. Wow. Like she came out on stage. She totally supported them. That's cool. She and does not have to do that shit. No, like, you really don't. Yeah. yeah. She can yeah. do whatever she wants. And she said like she really wanted to like groom them and help them come up and Love everything. That. Yeah. Cool. So they came on and um, Justin Timberlake had later said or said, well, when he became a little bit more famous, that that was like a life highlight for him. He was the hugest Janet Jackson fan. She Aww. had inspired him to be like a singer and in his choreographing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So he was a huge fan. 
and during that, like they became friends and she and Timberlake actually became really close friends. And yeah. even after the tour, they kept in touch and they considered themselves friends. Cool. She even, uh, sank back up on his first solo record. What? Yeah. Really? On one of the songs she oh. sang back up. I need to go back and listen to that. That's yeah. A good one too. I forget which song it is off the top of my head huh. because I okay. will admit I'm not like a huge Justin Timberlake yeah. fan. But um, so I don't know his catalog backward and forward. Cool. Okay. No, so a right. little, ba- little background. Yeah. Let's go to the incident. So Janet Jackson was booked to perform at the 2004 Super Bowl. Okay. After she got cast aside in the 2002. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the event was produced and presented by MTV and it had something to do with their like rock the vote thing or whatever it was like choose or die yeah i can't remember but it was like an election year so they were they were involved in a get out and vote yeah which i don't see what has to do with the super Super bowl Bowl. but i I just a big platform i guess i guess to bring awareness to it i'm not entirely sure how the things are tied in yeah but i guess they are okay anyway fair enough so she was going to sing a medley of her hits, as is now standard. Yeah. And then there was going to be a surprise guest, Justin Timberlake, which is also now standard, <laughs> uh, to appear. <laughs> On like anything. Super Bowl, Saturday Night Live, Live, like whatever. The grocery store. Yeah, I you know, wish. You get in the shower. While I'm in the shower. It's like, girl. <laughs> I would welcome that. I, yes. mm, <laughs> no offense to Timberlake, but no. <laughs> I'd be like, please. I'm Irish and I'm naked. <laughs> Wait, you actually, I didn't know Irish people ever actually got naked. We don't. We're never nudes. shower in like a shower bathing suit. <laughs> We're the original never nudes. So he was gonna, it's true. We are so repressed and pasty. It's not even funny. It's like college dorm showers. Oh, like, yeah. Ugh, we, God. the shower curtain was originated as a cloak, a showering cloak in Ireland, circa 800 AD. <laughs> When we all know, we this is the historian seen. side of you. This is out I'm just bringing again. straight facts here. I'm you a historian. Are. Yes, thank you for that. As you're, you are uh, right now quite swaddled in a yeah. very Irish looking. I believe I have yeah. four shirts on. <laughs> is it cold in here? I'm cold all the time, and God. I'm sick, so okay. I think it's not like right. in case you didn't house notice. It's pretty my... cold, but I turn the heat up when we have people over because I, I care i'm always cold i wear my coat all the time at work and people will get in at noon and they're like did you just get in i'm like no i've been here for hours okay i'm just cold i won't take it personally then um i'm going full victorian ghost i have like a shawl (laughs) phantom i'm very pale (laughs) if it's if it's a a phantom (laughs) what's the difference between a victorian ghost and a phantom yeah you tell us So he was going to be a surprise guest and he, they'd sing his then brand new hit, Rock Your Body, wow. which, ouch, everyone. Yeah. We are old. I cannot, I remember that being Maybe a it was song. Rock Your Body, Rock the Vote. Maybe. No. I'm going to look into that. It was called something, it wasn't Rock the Vote. It was oh. something else. It was like Choose or Lose. I don't know. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. So the bit was supposed to go as follows. When Justin sang the lyrics, I'm going to have you naked by the end of this song, he'd rip off a part of her leather exoskeleton costume, if you remember. Yes. Revealing her red lace bra. So if you look at the costume, you'll see a very distinct red lace bra okay. underneath. Um, so it was just going to show the bra. Yeah. And Jackson's camp later made a statement to that effect. I'll get into that in a bit. However, what happened instead <laughs> is that when... Justin Timberlake pulled at her clothing. Her red lace bra came with it. Yeah. So it exposed her 
breast with her nipple covered by a bedazzled pasty. Do you remember that? Uh, Which sent the nation into an (laughs) unbridled frenzy, everyone. This is 2004. Yeah. Because it's 2019, and now I feel like people wear bedazzled pasties to the grocery store. Constantly. Like, it's not Oh, you were there earlier at Market Basket (laughs) when I was picking up. It's like My normal, like turkey. high school girls are yeah. walking around and like with their ass cheeks and their... You, when I was in junior high, high school, pasties. you could get sent home for the day for wearing spaghetti straps. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's interesting. And I'll, right. I will tell you as a side note, a friend of mine did. She got in trouble. She wasn't even wearing spaghetti straps. It was like a very thick two inch oh, strap. Man. And she and a teacher caught, made her leave <gasps> and change her shirt. And I will say it was a very humiliating and yeah, like dehumanizing experience for her. It's yeah. still like remember it's still it a thing. yeah yeah it's it was painful i felt awful for her and i still do yeah that was wrong yeah anyway mm. once exposed the camera immediately pulled away and switched to an aerial view of the stadium and i just want to let everyone know that i workshopped 87 jokes about switching to an areola view <laughs> of the stadium <laughs> and none of them came out right but just know that's the joke. Yeah, what? That's the joke. That was it. That's it. I it's just want just everyone there. to know while I do <laughs> my Ariola history. From Ariel to Ariel. <laughs> yes. From Ariel to Ariola. Yeah. From sea to shining <laughs> sea. America. Okay. So the producer started noticing something was wrong kind of after. They were like watching from a remote truck outside and they kept rewinding and rewinding. And someone was like, oh, no, something happened. Like a producer said, oh, shit, something went wrong. So Uh, Alex Coletti, an MTV producer, said he couldn't find Jackson after the performance. They started trying to call her camp. He said, I tried to get in touch with her to make sure she was okay. He said, her entire camp stopped answering the phones. I finally got to her tour manager and they were already at the airport. So immediately after the 12-minute performance, they all booked it and went to the airport. Wow. Coletti assumed the singer was so mortified that she fled immediately. But later, there was like people, he said, after hearing all the stuff that came out, I assumed it was a stunt and she was just running away. But obviously that was not the truth. Uh. So damage had been done and all the blame immediately started being put on Janet Jackson. So the MTV chief executive stated in an interview with Reuters, Reuters, how do you say that? R-E-U-T-E-R-S. It's like the most prominent news outlet. Anyone? Help? You tell us, we'll tell you. You tell us, we'll tell you. Spent all that money on college. Don't know how to say it. (laughs) Nope. Uh, That Jackson engineered the stunt while Timberlake was informed of it just minutes before he took the stage. This is not true. It is wholly untrue. Ugh. So an MTV representative confirmed that the costume tear was conceptualized by the MTV staff. So when they would be in rehearsals, when he would sing the lyric, they'd the dancers and the people rehearsing would all mockingly tear their clothes off. So what? that led to Timberlake and Jackson deciding to choreograph it. So they said, what if we do that? So in rehearsal, they started doing, putting that move into the act where Justin Timberlake would r- rip a piece of her clothing off. Okay. So originally, Timberlake was going to tear off Jackson's kilt. She had like a skirt that looked oh. kind of like a kilt. Okay. During the lyric, a producer of the show stated, when we did the original rehearsal, there was conversation about a fake skirt she would wear and that Justin would actually pull open the skirt and take off the skirt. In rehearsal, they actually tried to rip open the skirt, which kind of went with the lyrics of the song. 
So the production team then started discussing other options, which led to the costume tearing, although the outfit was intended to stay in place. But part of the costume, which was supposed to be ripped, the shirt instead of the skirt is what changed. Uh, So when they're saying he didn't know about it, people immediately started making apologies for Justin. He didn't know. He didn't know. So they just changed. So there was, and as you know, like she'll get into it in her multiple apologies that she had to make. A designer had to make her costume. Those aren't just like thrown on target shits. You know, they like designers do those. Yeah. So instead of doing the kilt tear away, he made that leather part tear away. But they hadn't rehearsed that. It sounds like. Right. They hadn't rehearsed that piece of clothing. Right. She probably got that piece of clothing before she was able to do the, after the rehearsals, but before the show with Justin. Right. So. Right. Which um, makes sense of as to why, you know, maybe it went wrong, grabbed it wrong or whatever happened. Yeah. So Jackson's representative explained the incident saying Justin was supposed to pull away the rubber bustier to reveal a red lace bra. Mm -hmm. The garment collapsed and her breast was accidentally revealed. So Janet Jackson, the effect on her was. It was quite bad. So here we go. So despite the incident being choreographed by MTV and the production company and taking place during a Justin Timberlake song in which he claims he's going to have her naked, (laughs) following the incident, the CBS parent company Viacom and their co-owned subsidiaries enforced a blacklist of Jackson's singles and music and videos on all radio and TV formats. She was blacklisted. Jackson was also forced to give multiple public apologies. Timberlake was not. (laughs) CBS forced Jackson to release a video apology, and she said, "Um, my decision to change the Super Bowl performance was made after the final rehearsal. MTV, CBS, and the NFL had no knowledge of this whatsoever, Mm -hmm. and unfortunately, the whole thing went wrong in the end. I'm really sorry if I offended anyone. That was truly not my intention. And then she had to make a written statement that said the decision to have a costume reveal at the end of my halftime show performance was made after final rehearsals. MTV was completely unaware of it. It was not my intention that it go as far as it did. I apologize to anyone offended, including the audience, MTV, CBS, and the NFL. Uh, She refused to release any other apologies after that, even though she was asked to multiple times, but she basically said, no, it was an accident. Yeah, like what? Yes. It really was. Um, So later speaking to USA Today, Jackson said, it's truly embarrassing for me to know that 90 million people saw my breast and then to see it blown up on the internet the size of a computer screen. But there are so much worse things in the world. And for this to be such a focus, I don't understand. Mm -hmm. So she was embarrassed. That was humiliating for her. She did not want that. She's a very public figure. She's had plenty of opportunities to expose her breasts. She didn't, if you remember her album, where she has the hands over her boobs, did not expose them. So... (laughs) A lot of backlash to her after this. She was supposed to appear at the Grammy Awards, which mm. was about uh, like a following week yeah, after they're, that. They're very close. Her Same invitation month. was withdrawn due wow. to the incident. Um, Jackson had been slated to speak before the uh, uh, to speak before there was a uh, an award being given, like a Lifetime Achievement Award, but was pressured to bow out gracefully. Uh, or face being uninvited before she was completely barred from attending because the Grammys are on CBS. Yeah. So they barred her. However, Justin Timberlake was still allowed to attend and perform at the event. Mm -hmm. Of course. Uh, Jackson had also been cast to play Lena Horne in a movie about Lena Horne's life. Um, It was going to be produced by ABC, but she was forced to resign. 
A stat. This is my favorite little tidbit. A statue of Mickey Mouse wearing Jackson's iconic Rhythm Nation outfit had been put up at Walt Disney World the previous year, but was removed following <laughs> Jackson's controversy. Wow. The spokesperson for Disney said, considering all the controversy the, uh, the performance drew, we talked it over for a couple days and decided it would be best to replace hers with a new one. Oh my God. So she, yeah, she spent years having to discuss and revisit it and being yeah. asked to do interviews about it. Mm-hmm. Um, she was supposed to do another like full interview about it with, I think ABC. And then she, it just never came to fruition. I think she just didn't want to talk about Good, it anymore. Like it's done. Yeah. Ugh. And Yeah. She later discussed the um, designer who was Alexander McQueen, and she said she holds no ill will towards him. She said, I can't blame him. He didn't rip it. Yeah. Um, So the effect on Timberlake was zero. Yeah. Meanwhile, Janet Jackson's music was blacklisted, and her career took a major downturn. Timberlake continued to skyrocket in fame after this point. His first... um, solo record had just come out yeah which yeah. was justified am i, I right so. is that yeah. what it's called he disappeared from any discussion of the world wardrobe malfunction malfunction and he completely distanced himself from her and if you remember from mm. earlier they were friends yeah they were working on each other's records yeah um he never once apologized or made any public real official public statements or took any responsibility for his part in it mm. um Jackson lightly declined to make a full statement about his part in it, but she did address his absence and his sudden change in behavior. And she said, I really want to be honest about this, but I just feel that anything I say about him will be taken the wrong way. I do think that Justin is very talented and that he has a very big career ahead of him, but he seems to have changed recently. He's gotten a bit cocky. You know, some people can handle success and some people can't. I'm starting to wonder if the latter is the case with Justin and it hurts me to say that. Mm. So I think she was kind of like abandoned by him and she felt like his success was a part of that. He made some boilerplate statements on it saying like, Oh, society is to blame for how we, you know, put the blame on women, but he never had to do like full interviews and apologies and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, he just really didn't have to address it. Her publicist, Marvin Brito said Jackson embodies grace, style and integrity. She has never been known as a bad person. He described her taped apology as impersonal, saying she has never been an impersonal artist, so it made it seem like she was guilty of something, and she wasn't. I would have had her and Timberlake apologizing side by side right from the beginning since they performed side by side. Mm -hmm. Even the FCC chairman years later, like a decade (laughs) later, was like, he came out and he said... um, Justin Timberlake didn't get the same backlash and that was completely unfair. He said, I personally thought that was really unfair. Mm. It all turned into being about her. In reality, if you slow the thing down, it's Justin ripping off her breastplate. Yeah. Even the guy who came down and like laid the hammer. And (laughs) so like an ancillary thing of this is the fine. I'm going to get the numbers wrong, but the FCC fine for indecency at the time was like $27,500 and it shot up to like $375,000 after that. Yeah. People got, pissed there was a huge huge backlash after that Um, i think it it also speaks to like the uh, god the the state of the the music industry right and like i think it's you know it's probably hopefully maybe it's gotten better but i don't even i don't know but it's like so old-fashioned and run by like the good old boys and like uh, you know it's it's while they are, uh, the artists are, you know, I don't, it's not like Justin 
as a person is not um like he he still could have done you know yeah. apologies he could have done whatever but i'm sure that was his uh his decisions quote unquote to like distance himself and kind of yeah. and not address it that's like heavily driven by his publicity team yes, and his, his team his, right his and he label, had like the, all that it's like and he had the option mm-hmm. to do that where yeah. she didn't right it it right. all came and he could just yeah. dodge questions right. and make tiny little statements right. but you know that's what happens when you have an industry run you know primarily by a bunch of dudes yeah. and they get to make decisions yeah. like that yeah. i do and i and do they think hold it's gotten a, better and tremendous power over the artist yes like it's clearly insane, right they can 100 like, blacklist you yeah and without getting too much into this but it is worth mentioning that at the time the ceo of cbs mm-hmm. was ceo cbs was Les moonves <laughs> who oh, later yeah. yeah he was involved yeah. in a huge right. sex scandal and sexual harassment scandal yeah. and you yeah. know he held women to this just unrealistic yeah um yeah. Yeah. Uh, image and yeah, the whole thing was a bummer, but mm-hmm. so she, you know, and she had a hard time selling records after that. Obviously Justin Timberlake became wildly yeah. successful. Yeah. Um, so as a result of this, a couple of fun facts, I talked about the increase in the FCC fine. Oh, I did put the amounts FCC fine. So here are a few ancillary facts that yeah. came out of this cool. fun things. The FCC increased the fine from $27,500 to $325,000 after the event, which is astronomical. Um, The NFL announced that MTV would not be involved in any halftime shows in the future, (laughs) and they haven't been. This one I love. YouTube co-founder, I don't know how to say his name, Jawed Kareem, I'm never going to say that right, (laughs) claims that this incident is what led to the creation of YouTube. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Um, and the incident also led to the coining of the term wardrobe malfunction. What? Did not exist before really? then. That was it. Yeah. Because they had to wow. come up with like a, you know, yeah. a corporate speak word yeah, something for sexy it. to, yeah. Yeah. Or That's unsexy. Well, <laughs> yeah. In its entirety, oh. the nipple appeared <laughs> for nine sixteenths of a second wow and that's where we are today after that wow her whole career gone i mean I <laughs> well it's not gone. She's, she's making a good Jackson. comeback like i think she's okay she's making like, a good comeback yeah yeah she, yes wow yeah that's amazing. Nuts. That was another wormhole that I'm like, I'm going to write this little thing about the M- the MTV yeah. wardrobe malfunction. And there's a nope. lot there. Fucking 17 hours <laughs> digging through this article and that article. And yeah. Yeah. That's a gig tale. That is right a, there. That is like the gig them. tale. I luckily, you know, yeah, I've never had a nip slip on stage. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll fix that. Yeah. Right. That we would be make so it embarrassing. Can you oh, imagine? Yeah. Oh, man. Yes. I can't, I'm Irish. I can't get in the shower alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, it's crazy. There's a lot. <laughs> um, well done. Very well done. Thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much. What are you uh, listening to? So I'm going to recommend a podcast okay. today. All As right. we all know, I am a child of the 90s times a million. Yeah. Um, and there's a podcast out there. If you recall the um murder suicide cults heaven's gate <gasps> they wanted to follow the hail bop comet have you not listened to this no it is one of it so it's a limited podcast okay. it's like just a single series to okay. discuss the events it's not like ongoing okay um and it's about the heaven's gate 
um, cult. I love it is, this. it's so, I'm getting chills just oh talking God. about, I want to go okay. back and re-listen to All it. Right. It's so beautifully what is done. It? What's it called? It's called Heaven's Gate. Oh, Heaven's yeah. Gate. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's wow. very beautiful. Wow. It's, it, it, he digs into the whole thing and I, I can't recommend it enough. Nice. It's very powerful. Yeah. Very cool. Um, wow. I think, yeah, I mean, I love anything having to do with <laughs> cults. cults. Yeah. It's like, yeah. So definitely. this is, I don't want to reveal too much, mm-hmm. but I'll say the Heaven's Gate cult in particular is super interesting to me because it's not like most other cults. Okay. They, I mean, they did suck people in, but mm-hmm. uh, uh, I don't want to reveal too much. Yeah. It doesn't seem as controlling. Okay. It's really, I, I highly recommend, I was very shocked by it. Okay. In a kind of good way. Okay. Yeah. I cool. recommend it. Thank you. How about yeah. you? What are you listening to? I, so I think, um, I, I am going to recommend a podcast as well. Um, because uh, honestly it is what I've been listening to lately. I, yeah. I stumbled upon a podcast called, and the writer is, Ooh. and, um, I don't know if I've, if I mentioned this already on the pod, I didn't use it as like an official recommendation, but I've been listening to it for a few weeks now. I don't think I've ever heard you talk about it. No. So it's a, it's a guy who's a writer and he is interviewing a bunch of other writers, people who have written like songs, these. Yes. Oh, yes, okay. Sorry. I didn't know if you meant like <laughs> yeah. books. No, or... no, sorry. Yes. Right. Song, songwriters, um, interviewing these. Yeah. So he interviews these guys and I'm only in like the first couple few episodes in, um, so far. Cause I went back to the beginning because that's how I am. Um, and I'm listening through now, but it's just so crazy to hear these, these people talk about like, the songs that they wrote and they're throwing out song titles that are just like these humongous like pop hits and these can you give one example um like there's a guy who um we're listening to this episode last night or kind of doing stuff around the house and he wrote um oh my god what is it um what's the song (laughs) tom's trying tom's trying to play charades with me just gun laugh yeah no i don't know Die. oh yeah that one i know the jason derulo one. Oh, talk dirty to me he this guy wrote like talk dirty to me what? and die happy man and uh heart Feel my heart body. attack <laughs> and like it was just they're just like throwing out these songs that you know so far it's a, a lot of like pop yeah. you know yeah, um, yeah, yeah. writers but like this guy had a song on like three different formats which is like the industry term for genre is mm-hmm. like form like a country mm-hmm. country song uh die happy man he had like a, po- a song on like the pop charts and a song on i think it was like a an electronic or something at the mm. same time like it's it's crazy how um you know just to hear them talk about like their process and how yeah. they got into writing and they're super young like most of them so far and it's just it's cool, cool. i really like to hear from the writers and about their process and stuff like that yeah. as you know as a song i love breaking down like the making of mm. anything yeah yeah, yeah. that's wicked cool mm-hmm. yeah like. so um yeah i guess it's pot podcast Crockpot week or something. <laughs> Crockpot, Crockpot. What Crockpot do you recommend? <laughs> I recommend the Crockpot. The Crockpot. Yes. Cool. Well, well, everyone. Yeah. As we always say here on Gig Tales, yes. if you liked what you heard, tell a friend. And if you didn't like it, tell an enemy. Bye. Bye. Keep gigging. Mm-hmm.